Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. You turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20. You may be thinking, that's not a Christmas passage. Well, yeah. (laughs) I'm... uh, uh, committed to preaching through the Bible, through biblical books, um, uh, passage by passage. And uh, while uh, some, some years I may take a break for um, Advent, uh, I don't do that every year. And this year we're just going to continue on through the book of Matthew. Um, and uh, I think something um, is kind of unique about that, that uh, I think uh, if I... If, if everything goes as planned, Sunday, uh, on Christmas Sunday, I'll be preaching the triumphal entry when Jesus comes. So uh, it should work out just great. So, um, Matthew chapter 20, beginning of verse 1, um, is where we are. You know, each one of us, I, I think we could probably relate to this. Um, and this is not something I came up with, this is... I think we've all observed this, but one of the first things we learn to say when we're little children, you know, somebody has a toy that we want, and we say, that's not fair, right? It's wired in us. We have this sense of fairness, and we want to be treated fairly. We want what somebody else has. Um, maybe this is one of the signs uh, that that... We are fallen, <laughs> that from our very birth, we, uh, we are selfish creatures, and we want what's coming to us, right? But we don't really want what's coming to us. Um, today, we're looking at a passage that just doesn't seem fair. It just doesn't seem fair. Uh, you've got uh, these people who work all day long out in the heat. And then you've got others who come right at the end of the day, work for the last hour, and they get paid the same as the ones who stayed all who were there all day. And something within us just cries out, "No, that's that's wrong." That's and yet Jesus says, the landowner, the vineyard owner, the master of the vineyard has the right to be generous with his employees. Let's go ahead and read our text, beginning in verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into the vineyard. And going out among the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, Go into the vineyard too. Whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, 
Call the laborers and pay their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when, the hi- when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first last. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace for us. We thank you that you don't give us what we deserve. Father, we uh, pray that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to understand and obey. Lord, give me grace and strength as I preach your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This story puzzles us, doesn't it? Let's take a look at a few of the details here. Jesus begins, For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house. Um, we've seen this before. Jesus, as he's telling these parables, he's going back, and each one he starts out with, for the kingdom of heaven is like. He had said that about um, um, the sheep that was lost, and the, and the um, uh, shepherd went to go find it. He had said this about um, uh, the sower who went out to sow. Uh, the, these, these parables that Jesus is teaching are telling us about what life is like in the kingdom. And what he's telling us here is life in the kingdom is not like life in this world. It's different. There's a different standard. There's different outcomes than what we expect here in this world. So what is the kingdom of heaven like? Jesus tells this story about uh, he, this landowner who goes out. He owns this vineyard. He, he, call, he, calls, well, he goes to the marketplace and he finds people just sitting around, right? In the early morning, probably 6 a.m. Now, uh, it says here the third hour and the ninth hour and the eleventh hour, all these different hours. Well, um, in that time, uh, there were 12 hours that went from sunrise to sunset. And this is how uh, this time is being reckoned. So early in the morning would be right there at sunrise whenever people were getting hired. And, and this was a, a day labor situation. He didn't have an employer that would, they would go and work for the same person every day. No, the ma- master would go out and say, who, who wants to come work for me today? Maybe the closest thing I can imagine to that um, uh, would be like a farmer who has, who's putting up straw and he's calling around to see what kids in the neighborhood would like to come work for him, right? Um, when I was in uh, Fort Worth as a, a seminary student, I worked uh, at a homeless shelter and there, there was a lot of also people who would work day labor. They would go out by the corner and uh, a driver would come by and just pick up whoever would want to come work for them. Well, this was the situation. The, the, the 
vineyard owner goes out to the marketplace and he's like, who's going to come work for me? And so he has some workers who go out and they begin to work at the very beginning of the day. And yet the farmer, the, the, the vineyard owner realizes, oh, maybe we're not going to get all this done with just a few people we have. So we need a few more people. He goes out at the third hour, maybe nine o'clock in the morning. He goes out and he hires some more. See some people that are uh, standing around idle. He says, come, help me. We need to get this crop in today. So they go and they help. And then also at the sixth hour, so maybe around noon. And then it happens again at the ninth hour, maybe about three o'clock in the afternoon. And then the eleventh hour. The farmer, the, the uh, uh, vineyard owner, he goes out into the marketplace again. There's only an hour left of the day. Five o'clock. Sun's going to be down soon. He goes out into the marketplace and he finds some people who were just standing there. They've been standing there all day. Maybe just being lazy. Maybe just being idle. That's the term that's used here. He says, what are you doing here? Standing around. He said, well, nobody's hired us. Nobody's hired. We wanted to go work. Yet, we didn't have anybody come hire us. So he says, go, go work into my field. Go work in my field. And they do. Now the first group there, with the first group of of people that started early in the morning, he said, you know, I will pay you a denarius. A denarius was a day's wage. It was a full day's wage. That was the normal wage for a day laborer. Uh, It wasn't something that you would get rich off of. It was, it was probably just enough to get by for a day. To just basically cover your expenses. And the next group, the ones at the um, third hour and the sixth hour and the ninth hour, each of those groups, he, just, he didn't tell them how much he would pay them. He just said, I'll pay you what's right. We get a little bit of a preview there. Then finally, the end of the day comes. Evening comes. The sun is going down. He tells the steward, the one who's in charge, his manager, to, to call everyone together and he's going to pay them for, the, for the, their work that they did that day. Now, this is what connects our passage with what Ron read. Uh, Ron had, had read about, uh, in Deuteronomy, the law was given that that um, a landowner, someone who was employing someone, could not withhold someone's wages. Uh, they, uh, fair treatment. This person may not have anything to, to live on the next day. and they, they needed to be paid each day. And withholding those wages uh, would be wrong. Um, maybe he'd work all day long and then not be able to eat dinner whenever he got done. You don't know. But God's law... Gave this in order to protect the poor. And this, I, I think, uh, reflects the practice that we see here in this parable. Uh, the, the landowner, at the end of the day, he calls everyone together to pay them. And what do we see? The landowner tells the steward, pay the ones who came last first. This is odd. You know, maybe, when, you know, the, the ones who 
get paid, they'd take what they bought, they got and they'd, they'd leave. If he started with the first ones, they'd get paid and then they'd leave and they'd never see who got what, what people got paid before them. But no, the landowner seems to be purposeful, intentional about making sure that the ones who started working first saw what he was doing. So these ones who came at the 11th hour, probably 5 o'clock, they came and they were paid a denarius. A full day's wage, as if they had worked all day long. And you can imagine these ones who had worked all day long, they saw that. They thought, ooh, if they're getting a denarius for working an hour, just think about what we might get. I wonder, maybe we deserve 12 denarii. I think that's what would be fair, right? But each of the uh, workers that, got, that came at each hour, they were paid a denarii and a denarii. You come down to the ones who had been working all day and they get the same thing that they had seen everyone else get. That's not fair! That's what they said. That's not fair! They grumbled! They complained! And the master responds, Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree to work with me for a denarius? that's, That's what you agreed to in the morning when you started. I'm paying you exactly what I said I would pay you. There's not, you don't have any bone to pick with me. I said I would pay you a denarius and I paid you. Something within each one of us thinks that's just not fair. And yet Jesus here is making a point. In the kingdom of heaven, doesn't matter when we start. Doesn't matter if we've been going to church all of our lives. Doesn't matter if we got saved whenever we were six years old or eight years old or 10 years old or 40 years old. We all receive the same reward. In the kingdom, we ought not to begrudge God's kindness. Sometimes some of us who have been walking with the Lord, have been Christians, who've been going to church all of our lives, we may... Look at somebody who is a new convert and think, well, just as long as they don't sit in my seat. <laughs> but in the kingdom, we're all equal. We're all equal. It doesn't matter how long someone's been a member of the church, it doesn't matter how long someone's been a Christian, it doesn't matter how many. Sunday school classes we've taught, it doesn't matter how many people we have shared the gospel with. Whenever we're saved, whenever God saves us, He's given us grace. And we all receive the same grace. Amen? Amen. I think one of the applications here is we need to... to to be 
happy, just as happy when we see someone else receive a blessing as when we are blessed ourselves. So oftentimes we may tend to grumble like others do. We get this attitude of that's not fair. God, I've served you all these years. Why can't I have the same kind of financial blessings that this other person has? Why can't I have what this other person has? And we get envious. And Jesus says, that's not the way the kingdom works. Whatever you get, it's grace. If you're in my kingdom, Jesus says, whatever you get, it's grace. Do you really want what you deserve? What we deserve is God's wrath and punishment forever in hell. And He's lavished His grace upon us. I get... um, I listened to another preacher share about uh, this text and he talked about goggles or glasses that we use. We all, we all look at things through glasses, through lenses. We can either wear the, gosp- the, 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 uh, gla- the glasses or the lenses of gratitude, the lenses of grace, or we can wear the glasses of fairness. If we, if we look through these glasses of fairness, we're always looking, or maybe the glasses of grumbling. <laughs> we look through these and we see someone else blessed and we think, well, why didn't I get that? And we look through the glasses of grace and we see somebody else blessed and we think, say, thank you, God. What a great blessing that they have. We should have just as much gratitude when someone else is blessed as when we are. And we don't have any room to complain in the kingdom just because someone else has a blessing that we want. We can so often be like the people of Israel. God saved them out of Egypt and slavery And they don't get very far and they're saying, well, we want meat to eat. God says, well, if you're going to grumble about it, here, have some quail. And the quail come from everywhere and it's stacked so high and it stinks. Let's not be grumblers. Advent. This week is peace, is that right? Peace. If we put on the glasses of grace, we can have peace. If we put on the glasses of grumbling, we won't have peace. We'll, We'll look at others and we'll always be trying to get what's ours. We'll insist on our rights and we'll never be happy. But if we put on the glasses of grace, we see the kingdom the way Jesus does. We don't have to insist on our rights anymore. If we get what our rights deserved, again, we would have nothing but punishment. 
So our attitude is very important in the kingdom. Jesus said the last would be first and the first last. If we see ourselves as if we should be first, then when we get to heaven one day, we're going to feel like we were last. If we get to heaven, or if we look at ourselves as if we are last, if we are humble, and we feel like, I don't deserve any of this, then when we get to heaven one day, we'll feel like we must have been first. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.